This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups, and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Think Future podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. Show number 202. That's right, folks, a palindromic show number. We haven't had a palindromic show number in a while. Apologies for the extended hiatus. But it was summertime. It is summertime. It's nice and sunny here. I don't know what it's like where you are, but it's probably sunny because it's mostly summertime here. Of course, last year in the Southern Hemisphere, in which case it may be winter. Today, I want to talk a little bit about failure. A little bit about failure, because one of the constants when it comes to innovation is that at its best, it's very messy, very experimental. And like a lot of experiments, and if you recall doing experiments in high school or any kind of experiments that you've done, there can be many, many failures before you see success, right? Lots of failures. I mean, it's all part of the innovation process. If you look at many of the great innovations of today, you'll see that most of them are the result of a lot of effort resulting in many failures before succeeding. I mean, how many attempts did Edison go through to invent the light bulb? Over a thousand? I don't know the real number. What was that famous quote? I've found a thousand ways it doesn't work. I have not failed. I've found a thousand ways in which it doesn't work. But what's interesting is that how you deal with failure once an innovation project has failed is key to your overall program's continued success in its ability to generate more ideas. Because, okay, maybe those ideas didn't work out you need to generate more of them. I mean, some companies, they watch innovation projects like a hawk, asking for extremely high bar in specs. I remember doing that myself in a few places. Building a proof of concept, a business plan, specifications, etc. And some are way readier to terminate experiments before they've even really had a chance to really find their legs and take off. And others leave things going on for so long without pivoting. I remember one time there was uh, a product that was envisioned at Yahoo, which was really cool. It had not, it is it was completely off brand. They even got a different domain for it, and they put it out there. And it was kind of like a Twitter slash YouTube slash. Oh, it was hard to describe. Some kind of a mashup where you'd be able to present yourself on video. It was really cool. I don't remember the the name of it, 
but it was a very cool concept. And we threw it out there and it was, it was lauded as incredibly innovative, really interesting, got an immediate audience right away. But then what ended up happening is it didn't get enough of an audience. So we eventually had to shut it down, which is too bad because it was a really cool, innovative product. So you have to ask, why couldn't we keep it going for that size of an audience? Anyway, but no matter where you fit on the spectrum, you know, these initiatives, they need time to percolate. They need time to gain an audience. I mean, if you ask me, almost everything that fails falls prey to the exact same thing. Timing. If a disruptive idea fails, it's most likely simply too early for the market to accept. But that shouldn't stop you from developing ideas for new products and services. I mean, for either of these, the way you handle failure says a lot about how the next project will go. I mean, you need to embrace failure as much as, or even with more gusto than you would embrace success. Because every failure is an opportunity to adjust, revise, learn, and refocus your efforts. I mean, it's really rare that a failure of an innovation project leads to nothing. No new information, no lessons learned. That almost never happens. Even by showing that your organization is willing to take chances, to try something new and different, might be a great start to even better ideas. Once the word gets out, if people can see that things are actually happening, then you'll get more input. It's like a virtuous circle. I mean, I'm not asking you to celebrate it. It's an essential, but it's an essential element in attempting anything new. I mean, did you immediately learn how to ride a bike the first time without ever falling off? Innovation requires experimentation. Experiments, by their very nature, can sometimes end in failure. Like that time I blew up <laughs> that test tube. It's exactly what you're looking for. Sometimes failure is exactly what you're looking for. I mean, like a VC. Look at VCs. They invest in hundreds of different companies. Hundreds. And funnily enough, you only hear about the ones that succeed. Knowing knowing that only a small fraction will succeed. They know this. I mean, this is their MO. They invest in a thousand companies hoping that two will be huge unicorn blockbusters. You should do the exact same thing. You should run hundreds, maybe not thousands, but hundreds of low-cost innovation initiatives. Try and run a bunch of these. And they don't cost a lot of money anymore. I mean, it doesn't take a lot of money to experiment. Develop proofs of concept. Release them to your internal customer base for vetting. Release them to your employees. Do, uh, I don't know, user studies. If the experiments go well, then great. Prepare your product for a real launch. Get it ready. Scale it up. And then if it fails, put it on the market. If it fails, kill or pivot it. Look at the reasons why the project seems to have stalled. Do a full post-mortem and look at the lessons learned. Failure is education. I mean, if something failed as a proof of concept internally or a variant of it, it might still be a 
viable product in some ways. Maybe it's a feature in something that else is out there. Or maybe you just put it on a shelf and wait for a time when you think it might be more ready for the market. Or even better, patent it. (laughs) If it's that kind of an idea, if it's something that looks like it could be further out, why not apply for a patent on it? So you can protect that idea in case somebody else comes up with it before you have a chance to get it out the door. I mean, your end game should always be a viable, profitable new line of business, right? That's what everyone's looking for. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with that. But if you fail along the way to getting to that, it's not a complete loss. You always learn something. You always learn something from every failure. And that is definitely worth something. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. future. future.